Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the High Performance Human Triathlon Podcast. This is another bite-sized episode, and I'm your host, Simon Ward. If you aren't already a regular listener, I hope that after listening, you feel like you might like to come back. Please make sure to hit the follow button so you know whenever a new episode arrives. The podcasts are published twice a week on Wednesday and Saturday, ad-free, and with my mission to help improve the health and performance of endurance athletes. To help me, I'd love it if you can share this episode with just one person you think could benefit. And if you have a couple more minutes, perhaps you could leave me a review on your chosen platform once you finish listening to this episode. So I think I probably said before that I get lots of questions from folks on a regular basis asking me how I can help them improve all sorts of areas of their triathlon performance and their general health. And this week, I wanted to explore the issue of weight loss for triathletes. It's a topic that comes up more regularly than most, and I think it stems from a number of areas. Firstly, most folks are looking at the best endurance athletes who tend to be on the smaller side and the leaner side, and so they want to get closer to that ideal. Now, it is true that those folks tend to be small and leaner, but maybe those folks have a body type suited to endurance sports and end up in that particular sport for that particular reason. Rugby players, on the other hand, tend to have larger frames and carry more muscle. So whilst they could do triathlon, they probably gravitate to a sport that suits their body type. Secondly, we hear a lot about power to weight. On the bike, the top cyclists talk about watts per kilo. And the insurance runners know that if they can lose a pound or two, the lighter they are, the faster they will run. To a point. Now, I've had many female guests on this show who've talked about weight loss and the toxic nature of training in a highly motivated female running group where nearly all are trying to be mindful of their eating and the number on the scales. And they end up going too far the other way, getting ill or injured. Swimmers, they tend to be a bit more muscular in the upper body. And of course, they need that to generate power in the water. But it's not always the best for triathlon. So the best athletes tend to veer towards the sport that suits their body type and their skill set and hone their bodies to get the performance. Of course, triathlon is a compromise like it is in everything, not just body shape. Right, now let's just get this clear. In that last paragraph, I was talking about elite athletes. But why are the rest of us getting hung up on what they're doing? For many of them, that's their job. And you would expect no stone left unturned in order to hit their goals. But even then... Some can take things too far. We, and I include myself in this, are doing this because it's our passionate hobby. It's something we do for recreation and it's not our job or our livelihood. Yes, of course, we have outcome goals which often focus on what the clock says when you cross the finish line. But is that really important all the time or in the reflection of past events? What was really important about that event for you? So many of the folks I talk to also do triathlon to improve their fitness and health. I mean, what could be better? You're outside a lot. You're not doing just one sport. You're doing three. You're learning to ride a bike, which obviously has health and life benefits. You're learning to swim, which has health and life benefits. And you're running, which is probably one of the most natural human activities. And one of the side benefits of doing an extreme amount of exercise for triathlon, because that's what it is, extreme, is that there will be some weight loss. But, and this is the important point about what I'm saying today, I do not believe that weight loss should be the primary goal. 
In fact, when you're doing a large amount of exercise every day, you need calories to fuel the work as well as maintain healthy body function. And you need to restore and repair the body after training. So if you're trying to cut calories while you're trying to improve your fitness, then you're heading for trouble. Training for triathlon is stressful on the body. Dieting is stressful. If you attempt the two together, then that just increases the stress further. Now, I've no doubt that some of you listening to this thinking, well, if I could lose a few kilos this winter, I'll definitely go faster next year. Yes, you sure will. But you might also go faster if you could increase your training volume, assuming you have the time improve your technique and or move better in any of the three disciplines or just focus on getting more sleep. Now, there is one more way which I've not talked about and it's nutrition. But instead of thinking about cutting calories and losing weight, how about thinking uh, on the lines of sharpening up your diet? For example, eat more vegetables, fruits and more fiber. Try to get a wide diversity of foodstuffs into your diet. Think of the colors of the rainbow. Get a good balance of carbohydrates, proteins and fats. And yes, carbohydrates are not the enemy. They are important as long as you're eating the right type. Take time to plan your meals and your shopping and then make time to prepare and eat your food. Reduce your intake of products containing refined sugars. Avoid products that are ultra processed. And if you're not sure what these are, they generally come in a packet, a wrapper or a box And they've got so many ingredients which you can't pronounce, never mind understand what the reason for them is in that product. Also, try reducing your alcohol intake. These are all very basic nutrition principles, and I talked about them in an earlier bite-sized podcast. And if you can focus on good quality and nutrient density combined with your daily training, you will find that your weight will actually take care of of itself. No help needed from you. As many of my podcast guests have talked about on topics unrelated to this, process is much more important than the outcome. With weight loss, folks typically have an outcome-based mindset with a figure in mind that they're aiming for. And once they reach that, they go back to their previous approach. With the method I'm suggesting, you're trying to create a sustainable approach that is habitual and easy to maintain. Your focus is in what you do at every mealtime and your long-term goal is health based around stable blood glucose, cholesterol levels, normal gut function to help keep you well away from any diseases and all of which will lead to you getting better sleep and recovery as well as optimal brain health. So all around, it's a clear winner. Oh, one thing I didn't mention. Yes, improved fitness will be a side benefit of that because if your body's healthy and functioning well, then fitness is a lot easier to layer on top. So just requiring a simple approach to training, recovery and nutrition. So to summarize, if you have a weight loss goal for this winter, please, please, can I ask you to take a moment to think about whether there is a better way before you get started on that path. I've outlined one for you in the last few minutes and there are many others this is not an exclusive one but please try to avoid the trap of training hard and cutting calories at the same time right that's all for me this week if improving your day-to-day nutrition is one of your goals for the next few months i'm a nutrition coach and if you have specific medical conditions then that means i'm not the right person to help but 
If you have obstacles that are making the habits that I mentioned difficult to achieve, feel free to drop me a line. In today's podcast, if you think I missed something out or you've got some questions, please drop me an email and you can find links for getting in touch about nutritional help or any of those questions in the show notes below. And if you think there might be somebody else who'd benefit from listening to this particular podcast or any of our previous ones, please feel free to share it with them. And if you like the podcast, please, could you leave a rating or review on your chosen platform? Thanks again for listening. And I'll see you next week for another bite-sized episode.